This episode of News Dumps brought to you by Felix Gray. <laughs> yeah, the filthy old man did it. Which one? Joe Biden, oh. of all people, actually beat Donald Trump in the 2020 U.S. presidential election. I guess uh, since no one else will call it, at least at the time that we're filming this, Internet Today calls it. I've Joe seen Biden enough. I've seen enough. I'm calling this election for Joe Biden. Like, as of when we're filming this, it's like Donald Trump would have to win 90% of the remaining votes left to count in Pennsylvania. It's not happening. It's not he happening. Lost. But for whatever reason, every news outlet is refusing to call it. And I think they're all waiting on Fox News because Fox News was, of course, uh, the first one to call Arizona, which was a whole fucking thing within the White House anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, everyone's just kind of like, are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? it? They're really drawing this out. We're, we've seen enough. Mm-hmm. Internet Today is officially calling it. Yep. We're a news source, I think. Yeah. Joe Biden has won. And look, it has been a fun couple of days. Fun. Uh, for, yeah, well, fun for us. Not so much for his supporters, uh, the Trump supporters, who are absolutely not taking this news very well. Uh, here you go. Let there be that we would strike the ground, for you will give us victory, God. I hear a sound of abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of shouting and singing. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda ata ata rata te de baka sanda ata ambo osa kata rite eke banda ata rike didi ashata. They don't have the watermarks on their ballots. They're just screwing themselves. We are watching both. So to all you motherfuckers that want to call us crybabies, you've been crying for four fucking years blaming Russia on the election. So was it Russia that mysteriously put 138,000 ballots? into the ballot box in Michigan that 100% of them went to Biden? Because if it was the opposite, that's what you would be saying about the Trump vote. You'd be saying Russia planted them. All of a sudden, we don't hear about COVID. See, COVID was the master plan for the mail-in ballots, okay? All of a sudden, Joe Biden broke records. He broke records. He got the most votes out of every sitting president. Fuck out of here. That is such bullshit, and you won't know it. So you want to call us crybabies? Fuck you, you cried for four fucking years. We want Trump! We want Trump! We want Trump! Are we going to count every legal vote? And then there's this one that we can't play the audio to, but you need to be aware that they are dancing around to, we shit you not, killing in the name by Rage Against the Machine. I love when boomers go through an emo phase. Yeah, no, it's, they are like, wow, this song really kicks, and they're doing what they think a mosh pit it's is. It's a song about how you should be nice to the police. Yeah. Uh, Rage, I, the police, against the machine, Antifa. My favorite memes of this week have been the mock-ups of Trump's Twitter profile done like a depressed teenager. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, change the picture to either black or uh, Stop some sad votes. anime character. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, change your status to just like, man, this sucks. Yeah. I'm listening to this song. Uh, anyways, Friday of this week was seriously the most fun the internet 
has had since Trump and the entire White House got COVID. Mm -hmm. It's been a blast online. It's It's been a time for yeah. sure. So pardon us if we enjoy this win more as a humiliation of Donald Trump than a success for the Democratic Party, which we've been over this, but uh, there's still a hell of a lot of work to be done there. Mm -hmm. there Georgia, Georgia, you're going to have a runoff. Yeah. You, we tell all of your friends, if you live in Georgia, to vote in the runoff election. Democrats are already being sore winners and finding a way to like blame Bernie Sanders and uh, like the squad for like, it's it's stupid. It, yeah, and, and there's so many races that prove that that is wrong. Um, but yeah, after days of just like, come on, yeah, when's one uh, of those things? When's this happening? The mail-in and absentee ballots in Georgia and Pennsylvania finally did on Friday what everyone saw coming after a few strenuous hours on election night. They flipped in favor of Joe Biden. Yeah, and this wasn't because of voter fraud or manufactured votes or stealing the election or anything that Trump might be claiming. It was literally because Donald Trump demanded that all of his supporters should vote in person and then acted surprised when a majority of the mail-in ballots favored his opponent. And it's some real next-level smooth brain comprehension going on in the White House right Why now. Why are all these mail-in votes favoring my opponent when I specifically urged my own supporters not to do mail-in voting? Yeah. Weird. And typically, I would assume that people who would vote for Joe Biden wanted to be a little bit more careful about going out to places that you could possibly catch the coronavirus at. Yeah. Like a, a, a polling place with lots of people around. And right. I, I do have to say, the poll workers who are counting these votes, uh, they're, I salute them, they are mm -hmm. risking their lives in two ways. Uh, one, they're already being harassed by Trump supporters. Yes, they're being uh, one, like followed home and shit. One, it's uh, real scary. One vote counter in Georgia is in hiding now because they got his license plate. Uh, and yeah. then they're putting their lives on the line by they all have to sit in an enclosed space with lots of people around during a pandemic. Some guy so, drove up to Philadelphia in a Humvee with with a bunch of guns and a QAnon sticker on the back. And a QAnon sticker to go shoot up the polling uh, place. So, yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, the, note that the real uh, left on his windshield? No. There's a photo of Gritty and it said, sorry, bitch. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Gritty. Yeah. Even in the worst case scenarios, everyone's having a little bit of fun. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, so the uh, everything that's going on, it's just arguments that are being made in bad faith. There's no mm -hmm. legitimacy to it. it. And this also goes hand in hand with the very public display of cognitive dissonance from Trump and his supporters, where they the chance they whipped back and forth between count the votes and stop counting the votes, depending on where those votes were happening and whether those votes favored Trump. Yeah. <laughs> It's been a real, uh, it, it's Arizona and Nevada, you better not stop counting those votes. Pennsylvania and Georgia, you better stop counting those votes. Yeah. Still, hmm. with Georgia and Pennsylvania successfully flipped, this election, it's pretty much in the bag for Biden. And it's becoming more and more likely that the uh, trick up his sleeve, aka filing lawsuits and getting the Supreme Court involved, might not have any meaningful impact because he would have to fight the results in multiple states at the same time with zero proof that anything nefarious happened. Mm -hmm. The courts, you would hope, would know that he's just trying to delay the inevitable. So it's looking like hopefully they won't even take on the cases. Yeah, they've already uh, tossed out a couple of them. If it was like one state, okay, whatever. It is. He is being beaten so badly mm -hmm. in states that matter. It's probably not going to work out. You love to see it. Well, let's just say, for the sake of reality, that Trump exhausts all options and, surprise, Biden is still clearly the winner. 
Uh, when is he going to drop that concession speech? Never. He's never going to concede. Yeah, Elliot's right. He will almost certainly never concede. Uh, and that's especially true if the latest reporting from inside the White House is any indication. Yeah, so Trump is big mad at the way things are going and apparently furious that there is simply no mathematical way for him to win re-election, even if he does try to whine and complain that somehow there was voter fraud. There wasn't. Or that the votes were manufactured or illegal. They weren't. And we're not even sure what those terms mean. Yeah. Uh, around mid-afternoon on Friday, the best headline we could have hoped for graced our screens. Report. Trump may barricade himself in the Oval Office and refuse to come out if Biden wins. <laughs> wow. You love it. I, I, it's a little tongue-in-cheek. Like, it's not literal. But it's a great headline. Yeah, no. Uh, and uh, it does seem as though he is going to... Uh, Try not to leave the presidency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the tweet for the Vanity Fair article is even better. Trump has signaled to allies that the Secret Service will have to drag him from the White House kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I love this song. Let's read some selections. According to CNN, Trump reportedly has not prepared a concession speech and in conversations with allies in recent days has said he has no intention of conceding the election. The decision to go full delusional has obviously been strengthened by staffers such as Mark Meadows, who, quote, have not attempted to come to terms with the president about the reality of what is happening and have instead fed into his claims of fraud. Vice President Mike Pence, who's been soliciting money for a legal defense fund and his adult children, who've been spouting absurd conspiracy theories on Twitter as they watch the ultimate opportunity for nepotism slip away, while Trump has apparently admitted to some people that he knows the electoral math has no chance of working out in his favor, he has, quote, maintained that a prolonged court battle and corrosive rhetoric about election fraud would sow enough doubt to allow him to refuse to accept the results. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Here's some more. It is a possibility that the president did not consider in a serious way during the election, despite polls showing him with only a narrow path to victory, believing that looking past election day was bad luck. The delicate matter of a loss and a potential post-presidential life was not discussed widely among his team and was not raised often with the president, who believed adamantly he would win. Now people around Trump are working to identify who might be able to communicate to him the stark reality. There has been talk of potentially Jared Kushner or Ivanka Trump, though their willingness to lead a difficult intervention wasn't clear. I would not count on Jared Kushner uh, being in charge of this. Oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> He's, uh, people on Twitter were talking about how like this is the perfect setup for a... Uh, medieval Crusader King style pretender to the throne situation mm -hmm. where he uh, he sets up an Oval Office down in uh, Florida mm -hmm. that's like, no, this is the, the real U.S. government. The real capital is right here. Yeah. Joe Biden is illegitimate. I'm the real leader. Yeah, I mean, uh, cut to the gif of uh, or gif of uh, Bugs Bunny sawing Florida off because yeah. we might have to do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what Trump's going to do, and again, if everything works out the way that it should, uh, but again, Trump is crazy, anything mm. could happen. It's looking less and less likely that he's going to remain as president and he's mm -hmm. going to have to be escorted out. But what's going to happen is, yes, he's going to set up shop at Mar-a-Lago and he's either going to completely take over uh, One America News yeah. or start his own news network. And then he's going to just sit there and hold virtual rallies uh, via a nightly news show. Yeah. Or actually go out and just campaign nonstop for the next four years until he eventually has a heart attack or something. And that's just going to be the reality that he lives in. Yeah. And his supporters will follow that and be like, yeah, Joe Biden, Joe Biden's literally eating children in the Oval Office. I, yeah. Trump said it and he used to be the president. Why would he lie? Yeah. Anyway, Trump clearly isn't the only one losing his goddamn mind. His former advisor, Steve Bannon, 
might be in a bit more trouble than the previous trouble that he's in for allegedly defrauding a build-the-wall fund, because uh, he did a little oopsie by uh, suggesting on Thursday that the FBI director and Dr. Anthony S. Fauci should be beheaded, and Twitter responded by banning one of his accounts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Friday, a prominent lawyer who was defending Mr. Brandon against fraud charges in federal court in Manhattan abruptly moved to drop him as a client. <laughs> Steve, Dude. you can't just talk about beheading, uh, you know, the the... The biggest doctor in the country. Between, you can't just do that. Between the Trump train trucks last week and Trump's former advisor calling this guy's, for beheadings. This guy's fall like, from grace is uh, just incredible. Yeah, the, this is, they're, they're really blurring the lines here. It's the vanilla ISIS and the Yal Qaeda is really coming together here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very scary, uh, but also just like completely mask off. Yeah. Uh, go back to mining gold in Warcraft, Steve Bannon. I miss the old Steve Bannon. Yeah. Uh, all right, but hold on. There's more. Uh, but quick, right here in the middle, we're going to thank today's sponsor before we get into the second half of the video. Uh, we we all spend way too much time staring at screens. Yeah. And this Not week good. has really kicked that into overdrive. But you should know that staring at major sources of blue light, like phones, tablets, computers, TVs, Kindles, and other devices, is bad for you and can cause eye strain. Headaches, blurry vision, dry, tired eyes, even trouble sleeping. Exposure to all this blue light is bad. I mean, we're pretty sure that you're all gamers. You already know what we're talking about here. Well, look, Felix Gray is here to help. There are a lot of blue light glasses on the market, but they're not all created equal. Many blue light glasses don't filter enough blue light, especially in the range that matters. But Felix Gray is different. They use a proprietary filtering technology to filter 15 times more blue light in the same range. These glasses filter out 90% of blue light in the most damaging range and eliminate 99% of glare through a proprietary industry-leading lens technology only available with Felix Grey. Felix Grey frames are hand-finished from durable, super lightweight Italian acetate. Uh, you can order it online, of course, and glasses ship directly to you with a hard case and a lens cloth included. Now, you've obviously seen some gamer glasses out there. Well, these look, they're way better. They actually look really, really nice. Yeah, you're not going to get stuff in a locker. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, try them for 30 days risk-free. And if your screens aren't easier on the eyes, you can send them back for a full refund. Go to felixgrayglasses.com slash newsdump for the absolute best quality blue light filtering glasses on the market. That is F-E-L-I-X-G-R-A-Y glasses.com slash newsdump. Shipping and returns are totally free at Felix Gray. Felixrayglasses.com slash newsdump. All right. Back at it again with some more uh, typical fare here on Newsdump before we head back home to stare at our screens all night long once again. Mm -hmm. Last night was the worst night of sleep I got. Because Just call it. The, the Georgia votes were edging. It was... Georgia was blowing my uh, mind. We got uh, 100 more votes in. It would be like two hours and maybe like 100 new votes. I'm like, who's counting these votes? Steve Kornacki. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Kornacki... If anyone needs an island vacation after this, it's Steve Kornacki. Yeah. Who is also being, like, romanticized heavily online. Go to horny jail. Yeah. <laughs> Bonk. Um, anyway, hopefully by next week all of this shit will calm down to a normal... It'll, it'll, hopefully things go back to normal next week and we get eight hours of solid sleep. <laughs> yeah. At normal evening hours. You can stop stress eating and drinking. Except who are we kidding? This shit's only going to ramp up from here. God. But at least we won't be staring at numbers, slowly updating throughout the night, every night, until we pass out, sitting in our race car gamer chairs. Yeah. Uh, surprise, everyone. Movies. Let's hear it for Hollywood. They're not coming back anytime soon. Oh. And you know why. But here's some more movies that aren't going to be in theaters. Here's movies not coming to a theater near you. <laughs> 
Uh, Free Guy, that movie where Ryan Reynolds plays the role of an NPC inside of a video game. Remember that? Mm -hmm. From the before times? Mm -hmm. uh, it was a great trailer. Looked yeah. like a lot of fun. But then we forgot about it because movies just stopped happening. Yeah. Well, that's not coming out this year. Uh, it was supposed to be released on December 11th. Would have been real fun to see with the family around Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's been pushed off the calendar completely. No idea when it's ever going to come out. Uh, Death of the Nile, another Disney movie, has also been pushed. That one was supposed to drop a week later on December 18th, and it's just been completely removed from the calendar as well. And that's not really a surprise at this point. We told you this would keep happening. Uh, and with the way things are going, we really don't have too much hope for even next spring or summer as far as in-person movie theater screenings are concerned. I mean, I'd love to be wrong about that. Um, I just don't see, at this point, the mass deployment of vaccines that work really well yeah. and everyone taking them so that it actually works. Uh, but there you go. I also did see something funny on Fox where there was like, well, now just now Joe Biden's going to take credit for all the vaccines that Trump developed. Do you think Trump personally developed the vaccines? He well, he was a test subject. <laughs> Not for the vaccines. Yeah. Regeneron. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to love Regeneron the when it comes out. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, even some streaming services seem to be struggling a little bit. Um, there's, of course, Quibi, which was a huge fumble for Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. But uh, also, you might be surprised to hear that HBO Max is doing very poorly as well, despite being a service that plenty of people had previously subscribed to, technically, yeah. before that name change. And now it looks like Warner Media is struggling to even give HBO Max away. Take it, please. <laughs> Uh, Just we need people that are logged in and watching. It's please. included with many of uh, a lot of platforms. They recently debuted a reduced price for new users. According to the financial site, The Motley Fool. Yeah, as of the end of September, only 8.6 million consumers had activated HBO Max, even though more than 38 million people may be eligible to enjoy it at no cost. Mm. Uh, only 3.6 million of those activations were, quote, retail purchases from consumers outside of AT&T's consumer ecosystem or AT&T consumers not eligible for free HBO Max. For perspective, streaming service Peacock, which we haven't even really heard about all that much. Yeah. And, and Keep forgetting that's even out. Yeah. And, well, that one's also confusing because there's a paid tier and a free tier. Yeah. And I kind of forgot that there was a free tier. Also, I just don't care. There's nothing yeah. like... I mean, The Office is leaving Netflix, so I guess if I want to rewatch The Office sometime in the future, I'll have to do it. But anyways, that, Peacock, which, who knows, uh, that's from Comcast, and it reported about 15 million users as of mid-September, so nearly double the amount of active users as HBO Max. Mm. Uh, and that's just since its public launch in July. They both kind of came out around the same time. Disney Plus was serving a little over 60 million subscribers as of early August following its launch in November of last year, which is pretty damn good. I mean, Disney Plus is very affordable, and The yeah. Mandalorian just started up again. Netflix, the oldest and biggest streaming name, ended its third quarter with 195 million memberships. So, damn. Dare I say, Roku might be the key to helping HBO Max over that Maybe. line. Maybe. That's wild. I mean, WarnerMedia is just notoriously bad at marketing this service and explaining what it is. Also, it costs too much money. It's $15 a month. So that's the thing, is HBO was a very premiumly priced yeah. service. And it was like that for a long time, so you were used to paying that premium price. Mm -hmm. uh, then it became a like five different streaming apps. Uh, but what they're bundling it at, at here is a competitor to Netflix and Disney Plus and all of the other ones, but keeping that premium price. Yeah. I mean, it's a good service. I use it a lot. I didn't realize I was... <laughs> 
so much in the minority. There's only yeah. three million of us. Jesus. Well, there's also like nothing really happening on HBO yeah. right now. There's no Game of Thrones or when's Westworld coming back? It already did. Oh, okay. Well, Lovecraft Country is the uh, the big one. Recently. I saw people talking about that, but it seemed pretty split on who really enjoyed it and who didn't. I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, this is great. And I watched the second episode. And I'm like, all right, I think I'm done here. So. <laughs> A lot of people like it, though. Yeah, but yeah, still, the numbers are pretty abysmal for that. Um, anyways, yeah, another kind of sort of short episode this week. Uh, we, It's an odd week, but when we're up in the middle of the night, we are having fun. It's just exhausting to keep watching all the numbers pour in. Yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of weird news for this week, so we'll be back soon with another episode of Weekly Weird News. In the meantime, uh, just hang in there, baby. This is almost done. And then, and then we can impeach him uh, in, like, January or something, right? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. Yeah. All right. See you guys soon. Bye.